Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 402nd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. All right, Reza, I got a question for you. Okay. We're, you know, we're getting into the the time now, but my question for you is, when did you and Lena know that you wanted to have kids and you were ready to have kids? Hmm. All right. So, <laughs> tough question. Um, so, we, we, we knew that we wanted kids. Um, like, we talked about this before, probably before we were even engaged. Um, certainly after we got engaged as well, we mm-hmm. talked about various timelines and such. And I know that Lena's um, <clears throat> one thing that she had mentioned was that she wanted to have like be done having children by the time she was like 30, because statistically okay. there are complications that can occur. And, and they, you know, for women uh, during um, um, childbearing. And so yep. the, the uh, the discussion was it would be great to have you know we wanted at the time two or three kids so what's the possibility that we could have all of those kids by the time we were thirty it was unlikely but anyway that was kind of the goal at least to have one yeah. so when we got married we were shoot how old were we we got married in two thousand seventeen so I was going to be turning twenty nine that year is that true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've been turning two. Yeah, I would have been turning twenty nine that year, just like uh, two months after we got married, and okay. so, um, yeah, we we knew then that like that was kind of the timeline. Now, I wanted to be done with graduate school, but Lena was like, "Oh, you know, we'll make it work," and so that was kind of it. Like, I if it was up to me, I probably would have waited even longer, but um, I caved, and so. We uh, ended up trying, and she got pregnant, and uh, and Gordon came before before the the two of us were thirty. Wow, yeah. So no, I know that. Well, um, sorry, 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 sorry. I, I, I scratched that. Oh, <laughs> we she got pregnant just before the two of us were thirty. Um, but we were we, we were both thirty when uh, when we had Gordon. He was born in two thousand nineteen, so uh, her birthday was just a few months past. But just wanted to. Quick, quick correction. Okay. Now, I understand that, you know, when you're dating, you sort of want to, or, you know, when you enter into like the long term, whether you're dating at the beginning or when you're long term in a relationship with someone, someone, you start to have those conversations about what you're, uh, what you're looking to, to really experience in life, you know, like whether you want kids or not. Uh, yeah, but I guess yeah. like, you know, you sort of, you set these, you set out on these things and then, um, then it becomes like, all right, when is it time to actually sort of act on it? You know, like you got married, you're like, you know, when do you actually start to think about like, all right, let's start trying in earnest in a way. Right. Right. Um, and so what's interesting about that for me is like, you know, I've heard your experience before, um and you just walked us through your thought process but just hearing some other friends who were around my age your age and just having a little bit more trouble uh conceiving uh just knowing that we're a little bit older you know we're not like 
our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation where, you know, life was different and you yeah. just had kids. You got married at 18. You had kids at 20. You know what I mean? Like, it just times are different. Um, and so everyone's obviously, like, extending young adulthood a lot more. And, and so just trying to figure out, like, when do you start? When, how did you go about thinking you were ready to have kids? How did you make sure you were ready? If that's even possible uh, before yeah. you start having kids, really. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the it you're, 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 you're very right. Like, things are so different than they were for previous generations. And that's for a variety of reasons. But it makes it difficult. It, it absolutely makes it difficult. And I don't think there was any amount of preparation that we could have done to really prepare us for being parents. Like it's, it's one thing to have. And like, I, so quick, quick aside, um, while I have siblings who have, who, who, um, have children, I wasn't around them nearly enough to get a full appreciation for what it would be like. So by the time we're talking about having a kid, I haven't been around a baby. Like I hadn't been around a baby that, uh, of someone that I knew for any extended period of time like anything longer than i don't know a few minutes or you know maybe an hour or two and like though even those meetings were few and far between so really like going in with gordon was like uh completely new it was just completely new for us i think that you know so carolyn is an aunt and she's fairly close with her with her sister right and um and and her uh was it nieces and mm-hmm. nephews or okay niece. so single niece, niece single nephew single single niece single nephew okay, okay. um so like you you both probably have a bit more awareness as to what you're getting yourself into when it comes to you know being parents um for us just the change right it's one day there's no kid and then the next day your life is entirely different where you got to wake up at the middle in the middle of the night uh especially especially carolyn like depends on if, if she's gonna be breastfeeding or if you're going to be doing bottling, but someone's going to be up in the middle of the night, more often than not, it'll probably just be both of you being at least one of you getting disturbed by, by the baby crying, uh, waking up, feeding, um, like, and, and that's just kind of the start of the monopolization that the, that the kid's going to do to your schedules and to your lives. So it is very difficult to truly prepare for it. Like even today, like today, our, um, our our struggles were were Gordon being tired throughout throughout most of the day, which is pretty typical for him because he 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 hates sleeping, and um, so he he just kind of like like he he's he loses all his inhibitions. He can't really control himself very well, and so uh, he he told me for the first time today, "Shut up," which was which was nuts. <laughs> oh my god! And um, how did you, tell you him, react to that? Oh, I, I gave him a spank. I spanked him. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I gave him like a little pop on his butt. Like it's, it's more of like a shocking, I, I, you know, is this appropriate? Like is the best punishment yeah. for a kid? I, I, you know what? I don't, I don't know. Um, it wasn't like I sat, you know, wailed on or anything well, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like it was, it was more like a shock, a shocking, like, wait, wait, you just spanked me type of, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later in the day, like he, I was, uh, so he laying about him these like jigsaw puzzles that he, he does on the floor. And I, yeah. I actually like to, I actually like to do jigsaw puzzles occasionally. So from time to time, I'll buy a box, uh, like a thousand piece puzzle and, um, work on it over the course of a couple of weeks. And so I was working on it and he was working on his puzzle. Then he gets up and he comes over to my table and he sees me working on the puzzle and he starts trying to grab at something. I'm like, nah, like, dude, stop, stop. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm like, you know, you got your puzzle. I got my puzzle. And then he looks at me and then he like reaches down. And he grabs a section of the puzzle that I just finished. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, uh, you know, kind of, you, you know, shout Gordon, you know, go to your room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so like it was just his lack of listening, um, which is just overall tiring. It's exhausting. You could be sit on the couch and whatever and be tired. But yeah, those were, that was our, our ordeal for, for yep. the day. And it's just, it's just emotionally and mentally and honestly a little bit physically too, just, I guess, by combination of all of that. Um, and, and the very nature of him waking up earlier than you want to wake up. Sure. So, uh, but yeah, you know, how do, how do you, how does one prepare for that? But like on the other end, it's just amazing to see the way they, the ways that they learn the things that they do. They're eagerness, like Gordon's eagerness to help all the time. He always wants yeah. to help you out. Um, seeing like the development is, is simply, uh, amazing to see and so it's like you know you wouldn't you would never change it for the world but um yeah you 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 also lose all independence that you once had and there's just simply no going back you you can get a babysitter occasionally and in our case we have we have grandma who who stays with us for um, a significant portion of the year which helps a lot for the two of us to be able to just leave the house at night after he goes to bed but it's still not quite the same as, uh, you know, back when we were doing our movie pass days and seeing like 40 movies in a single year or something, right? Like, we, you, all that's out the window. I can't, when was the last movie I saw in theaters? I can't even remember. So. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Man. You're right, though, that like you can never go back, right? Like, it's one of those things like, once you open the door, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh it, it's just a it's a I would say it's like a countdown or a, a clock or something until either you 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 set it for okay you're 18 and uh, you're going off to college now that we have the house to ourselves again or it's a really and I think this is really you know the the one really that you would consider is you're you're kind of a, a self sustaining individual who's responsible enough that we can leave you. You know, you go to school or maybe we could leave you at home for an hour or two while yeah. the two of us are out, you know, while we have to do something, right? It's not a it's not a thing that you have to constantly think about, right? Um, or even even like, hey, you are potty trained. You're both potty trained and you can make it through the night without wetting yourself. Um, you can wake up and entertain yourself or even like get yourself something to eat, meaning that you don't have to wake up mom and dad every you know like no, a parent doesn't have to be awake with you all the time yeah you just get a lot of that independence back and there are like little wins that you get along the way right like we're not waking up every two or three hours of the night anymore like that's that's it's been a long time since that was a thing so yeah you get little wins along the way and uh you quickly forget them <laughs> you quickly forget those ones yeah that's fair yeah, no, I mean, the reason why I'm asking all this stuff is because, you know, Carol and I were married. We're, uh, you know, mm -hmm. grateful to have, you know, done that. We're grateful that we own our home and just like trying to figure out like, you know, right now we're in that dual income, no kids lifestyle, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and trying to figure out, obviously, when when do we want to have kids? Because, you know, we had a we had that conversation really early on that we both knew we wanted to have kids. 
uh and also now just trying to figure out when when is the best time is there a best time can you truly plan for a best time but also just knowing you have to um you have to balance that with how long it could take the fact that you know it takes you know eight months and a lot can happen in eight months um and so like not trying to let perfect be the enemy of good you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure yeah and so i mean that's really uh yeah, keep... where my where, where where our conversations have been going yeah it's good it's good it's obviously good that you're having the conversations uh it's exciting that you're having the conversations i guess it yeah it's it's simply the the next thing up in line right for the the next major milestone for the two of you obviously you both want to have kids so that would certainly be one of the, the major ones unless either of you decide that you you know you're you're going to be promoted to a significant position at work uh, or or you take new jobs i would say this you know probably the next the big milestone for the two for the two of you um yeah man like you you'll be exhausted but you're also gonna love it um yeah like you all like you know all those like years all those years where you like thought about the ways that you were parented and how you would do how you would do for your kids differently or even Mm -hmm. the same and you actually get to do it but you also get like an I think you also get a new appreciation for your parents too. That's the other thing I should have mentioned. Like thinking about the how difficult it was for my, for my mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom for five kids. And I I can't imagine being a stay-at-home dad with just one, with just Gordon. I cannot imagine doing it. And so to, to the thought of having four other children and a husband or in in my case if it was me, a wife to be like preparing meals for cleaning for doing basically everything around the house yeah like as a kid you're like oh this that, that would be great that's easy it's, it's not that shit that's just not easy at all so when like comedians would like <laughs> when comedians would talk about how um like bill bird would, would would joke about it especially before he was a dad i guess at least um about how being a mom is the hardest job in the world and sp- more, maybe more specifically being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job in the world i don't know dude I kind of sympathize with that because yeah, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd be a good stay-at-home dad. It's uh, man, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to do it. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't really thought about that, but that's a that's a good point. I've never really, I mean, that's sort of the, uh, I guess, the benefit of of my position, but like I've never really had to to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, I guess to you know, to properly finish my thought that I because I forgot to I forgot this particular point. It's made me appreciate various things and maybe like reflect on a lot about my relationship with my parents as a kid. Um, as I like see Gordon doing some of the things that I would do, or thinking about some of the ways that my parents would like treat me or or speak to me when I was a kid. Like I yeah. remember my. I remember always wanting to help my dad too when he would when he would work on like weekend projects around the house, and I would get in the car with him. And this is you know I was probably like what four years old, <laughs> probably like four years old sitting in the front seat with him yeah. as we're driving around to stores and everything. Who knows if I was wearing a seatbelt? You know this is this is the early nineties. Um, 
obviously a completely different world now. But like me back then, I used to think that I was being a really big help to him. And he was always super patient with me and always like, well, as far as I can remember, always very patient with me and always willing to let me help like screw something in or hammer something or whatever it would be. And seeing Gordon like wanting to do that same type of thing and realizing, yo, it slows you down so much. Yeah. (laughs) Your quote unquote little helper is just slowing you down. And, um, you know, if you were doing it, if he was doing it just by himself, what should be like a two hour task, um, ends up taking like three or four because he's trying to let me be involved. And I honestly, a lot of times don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. As far as I remember, my dad had the patience for it with me, but maybe, maybe he was very much like me. I don't know. Um, I've talked to him a little bit about this before, but like, you know, those are the types of things that I think about now as, as a dad. And, um, I'm sure I'll think a lot more about it, especially as Gordon gets older. Like I can't, I cannot even imagine being a parent to a teenager, dude. That, that seems tough. Yeah. Well, you hope that all the work that you have done lays the groundwork for it, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, presumably at some point your kid's not really going to want to talk to you like the way they talk to you when when they're three. Like <laughs> Gordon wants to tell you everything and anything and everything. Um, it's also hilarious. Like he, he, everything that like blows his mind, he thinks is amazing, and that you want to see too. So be like, Dad, Daddy, look, a tractor trailer. Like, yeah, dude, that's like the nineteenth tractor trailer that we've seen on the way to school today. Why, why is that one so special? Why do you need to tell me? Um, anyway, when he's uh, when he's like 14, 15, 16 years old, there's just gonna be things that he doesn't want to tell me anymore. Like, yeah. Well, anymore, like just things that he's just simply not gonna want to tell me or talk to me about for uh, you know whether there's a good reason or not. And so, yeah, you're right. Hopefully, hopefully all those lessons that you, you know, lead by example, as well as the, the lessons that you do teach him and show him will stick so that he makes a, you know, what you would, what you would uh, deem, uh, you know, good decisions when he isn't going to sit there and come to you or come to us with every, every like little dilemma in his life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, you're right. You're right about that. I'll say. Yeah. The, the whole like, teenager <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. How, how many kids do you think you you want? I I think I've always thought of having two kids. Yeah, uh, I figured you were going to say that. Yeah, right. Um, but Carolyn made a, an interesting comment about maybe not two kids, but maybe two pregnancies. I think because... Um, twins running her family. Ah, uh, I see. So yeah, yeah. Lena really wanted twins. Um, I was like, yeah, don't, I mean, don't give me that, that bad juju. Because <laughs> <laughs> funny because dude. because at some point we were like, okay, we're gonna have two, and I was like, yeah, you you've been you've been begging God for for two kids for twins sorry yeah. for for twins for twins for like years i remember we came to visit in new york city one time um i think it i think it was when i think it was your was it was the half marathon it may have been the half marathon i can't remember exactly which, oh, the one which in Brooklyn? was yeah it might have been that trip but i but i can't recall for sure um and i remember seeing a woman on the subway like i always think about this there was a woman on us on the subway and she had twins and her twins were like i don't know maybe a year old I'm not really sure exactly how old they were, but she looked exhausted. This mother, she looked done. And um, 
I was like, yeah, that's 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 that twin life, man. Like, I don't think I I don't I don't I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will say this: when we when we first had Gordon, um, I remember the first time because we we spent the 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 first two nights in the hospital. Um, yeah, and so I remember after. Like during the day, right? He had, you know, there was observation, spending all his time with nurses and blah, 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 blah. And every diaper they would change, like they changed him. But I had never changed a diaper before in my life. Right. <laughs> and so when we go to sleep at night, it's like, oh, well, you expect us to do this now? Like who who's going to help us? Right. Somebody's going to help. Right. Like they're going to hear him cry. They're going to come in and help change the diaper or something like that. Like, right. right. Is that a thing? No, no, that's not a thing. No, we're supposed it's, to do oh, it's ourselves. It's on me now. Right. Yeah. 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 And so um, and then you like go home with a thing. <laughs> you go home with the thing. And there's you no, go home there's with no the one... thing. Yeah. Yeah. You go oh, home so with funny. this. You, you go home with this. And yeah. again, you're expected. You're expected to just to to know and make it all work and, and, and help this thing not just survive, but thrive. And so, um, yeah, I just, you know, the the first, I, I guess, you know, it's completely different. It would be completely different for the second kid. But I just remember how, like, how nervous and anxious I was with, with just Gordon that time. I cannot imagine doing that with two kids for the first time. Like, your first your first kid happens right. to be twins. Yeah. There is like a, my bu- there is my a buddy quote. today said something about that of, like, because they, they have a first and they're about to have it. They're, like, pregnant with their second um mm-hmm. and they were like he could see it i mean it's his perspective but i was like he could see it being easier to go from one to three uh, yes. in, uh easier to go from one to three than zero to two yeah 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 absolutely yeah i could too um yeah yeah i mean we've all we, we've had we've talked about the idea of actually having another one at this point i feel like the the age gap between gordon and the second is getting pretty extreme if if we were to try now um by the time the the second kid would be born like if it happened today uh gordon would be like what four and three months or something like that so it's it, it's a it, it's pretty wide age gap at this point um in my opinion at least but um yeah you still remember those things you still remember how to diaper you the the waking up and stuff like that 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 would suck going back to that like restarting like oh yeah here we go waking up at two in the morning and three in the morning and five in the morning and seven you know like all those wake ups and everything but um you're you know how to diaper you know how to do all those things like it's 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 uh i don't want to say it's like riding a bike i've never done it again right so i can't say with absolute certainty but the it's a lot less daunting i think in my mind going through it again like it's just you've done it before you know what to expect um, and there are obviously going to be things that are hit you that, that are, um, that you did, didn't happen with your first kid, but, um, you'd, uh, you're, you're also a bit better suited to manage. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have a frame of reference, you have all this experience, so it's, uh, like, I don't have any of those things, you know? I have ten. Yeah. I have like I have fed a newborn once. I've held a newborn maybe twice in my life, and yeah. so um, it's a uh, it, it, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I'll say. I will say this. I'll, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you again. Like I'll probably tell you another like three times before you have a kid. But um, 
take lots of pictures and lots of videos, the the kids change so much. And because you're there to see it all, it's really easy to miss the gradual. Like it, everything is so gradual to you that it can be very easy to miss the small changes that they that you that that occur. But when you have when they're like three or four and you can go back in time and see like, oh, this is what they were doing at one years old, you know, one year old. And this is what they were doing like 18 months. And this is what they were doing at two years old. Um, but especially the videos, in my opinion, because you can hear them speak and talk or the sounds that they make. So going back and looking at old videos of Gordon, like it's still something that I do. He loves looking at old pictures and videos of himself, despite being such a horrible subject for a picture for a picture yeah um, he can never he can never stay still he, he's right, always, right. if you he's try to bouncing. take a picture of him he's always bouncing he'll stay still for maybe like two pictures and then he'll be like i want to see i want to see um like dude like we you know you were you're you're you were wiggling in the first two pictures and now you're like the third picture you're literally walking towards the camera so um <laughs> but yeah it, it's 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 really good it's really cool to see i'd say the crazy thing too because i have like the google photos app um, they constantly send you remind, not reminders. They constantly send you like, Hey, this was, um, this is what, this is what you were doing like last year, or this is what was happening two years ago. Right. And so the fact that I get these like memories that are three years old and Gordon wasn't, you know, just like a newborn, newborn is crazy to me. Yeah. To see like how mature he was even like two years ago, like, wow. We 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 are almost the parent. We we are parents of an almost four year old. We we're still four months away, but but still, like, that's nuts to me. Time flies, man. Yeah. Um, time flies indeed. Everyone's kids are growing up so so much so quickly. It's, yeah. it's kind of wild. Yeah. My oldest nephew just turned thirteen. Your oldest nephew turned thirteen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I mean, that's proper teenager. Yeah, yeah, thirteen years old, dude. Yeah. Sheesh! It is crazy. Um, it really is. Man. It really and, is. And you know what? In no time, that'll be Gordon, right? So. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, think about like so. This this is a bit of a different topic, but and I can't remember if I've mentioned this to you, but. Um, I, the other day, like I, so I can look at myself in the mirror and if I just like really look at myself, I can see my age. I can't remember if I, did, have I mentioned this to you before? No, say more on this. So I feel like, I, I remember talking to my mom about this before she passed, like, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago at this point. This has been a while since I had this conversation with her, but like to me, my mom was always my my mom. My dad was always my dad, right? They were always like, as far as I was concerned, ancient. I could never be their age. But I remember talking to my mom one time, and she was probably like 50, 60 years old at the time. And she was she was she said something along the lines of how when she thinks of herself, she still thinks of herself how like she still thinks she still thinks and feels how she did when she was like twenty. And so. Oh. when she looks in the mirror and she sees like this and she like thinks about it and it's like conscious like she looks in the mirror she's like who is this old woman who's this 50 who's like you know who's this 60 year old woman in the mirror that i'm looking at and um 
I think like, so what I've, what I've noticed it, you know, cause if I'm like, you know, waking up in the morning, brushing my teeth, maybe like shaving or something, I'm kind of going through the motions. I'm not really looking at my face to like, look at my face. I might be like, just trying to get the lines right or something with, especially when I'm shaving. And so if I like really stop and I look at myself and I really process the image of the person in the mirror, I'm, I'm kind of like, who are you? <laughs> like, like the mental image of myself is drifting is deviating a bit from what the actual person is right um so that's kind of what i'm getting at is i'm i'm looking at my face and i'm actually feeling like hey i do look like a person who's in their 30s now i don't you couldn't you couldn't mistake me for like a 25 year old or at least i don't think you could I feel like when I was 20, like maybe I could convince someone I was 25. I mean, if I was 30, maybe I probably could have convinced someone I was 25. But now that I'm, th- I'm how old am I? I'm, t- I'm 34. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm at an age where my age doesn't matter. Like the remembering the specific number of it doesn't matter. Like when we were 15 years old, we, we knew we were 15. You could never mix that up. You were, you were 15. You were 15 for sure. Nowadays, like, like I almost said I'm 35. I had to look at the year for a minute and realize I'm not quite 35 yet. But yeah, I, I look in the mirror and I see a man who, who looks like he's in his mid-30s. And um, I'm fine with it. But it's just oh, like, yeah, it's sure. kind of this weird, it's this weird thing. And like as the years kind of just keep rolling by, everything just seems to be passing so quickly. Um, I feel like before I know it, I'm going to blank out and be like 45, 50. Like Gordon's going to be going to college or something. And um, it's, I guess, kind of a, a slight reminder to, rem- to try to appreciate each day as you as they as they uh as you have yeah. or as they come do you feel like when you when you talk about sort of seeing your age is there any like sense of mortality that also accompanies hmm. that i guess a little bit i think i don't know if it's necessarily the mortality per se but what i've what i've also felt is just you don't feel quite as spry as you did when you were 20 well, that's for sure. Um, everything hurts. I, yeah, everything hurts. Yeah, <laughs> getting up from the ground, laying is like, ew, you sound like an old man. Like, oh, every dude, time I'm, always, up, I'm always, I'm always grunting. Every time I get up off the ground, uh, was it? It was uh, yesterday. Gordon woke up from his nap, and she took Gordon to the bathroom, and he was still tired. I think he woke up because he had to pee, but he didn't. He didn't want to go back to sleep, but he also didn't want to be awake. And so she just like she like I think got on, down on the ground to give him a hug, and then he kind of just wanted to snuggle up with her. And so she ended up just sitting on the ground with him. And I and I walked by and I see her like foot, and I was like, wait, what? What's going on here? So I go and I see her, and she's like, oh, join us. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> you want me to get on the ground? <laughs> like I don't know. I get I down get the ground. I got down to the ground. She's like, she the look on her face. She looks so strange. Like. Oh God! That like, why did that hurt? Why did that look so poor? <laughs> why did it hurt you so much? <laughs> why did it look so painful for you to get down to this position? Um, I think she was regretting instantly having me do that. Um, right. But yeah, what I what I've I've noticed is is that I don't feel as um, agile. That's not necessarily like I don't I don't mean it in like an athletic point in a type of view per se, but I just feel like various motions in general do feel more difficult than they did when i was when i was younger yeah i mean it's almost like you've got more miles on the uh, on the car yeah and so it's yeah. not as not everything's as responsive range of motions aren't always there like i've realized now with my age and maybe just like the lifestyle that i have 
that like I have to be much more intentional about doing a lot more stretching in the morning. Uh, mm, it just feels yeah. like my body, like I wake up and my body's a lot tighter than it normally is. Uh, so that's my calves, my ankles. Like it's a lot of that stuff that I have to um, be super mindful. They're like, okay, this is it. It's totally fine. Um, it's part of growing older, but it just means that I have to be responsible for like, you know, just dealing with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is because I've been watching so many, so much, uh, like so much basketball these days. Hearing people, hearing the media talk about basketball players who are in their thirties and they're talking about them like they're like old men. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm older than that person. Yeah, right. <laughs> so when people people were talking about James Harden last year and they were like, oh, he's get, he's you know, he's he's washed or he's getting too old and everything. And I just looked up his 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 age. He he's I'm. I'm older than James Harden. You're older than James Harden. He's he was born August 26, 1989. He's only 33 years old. But we talk about athletes, and I get that you know this it's you know it, it's athletics, uh, professional professional athletics. It's it's a thing that is for young people. But I don't know. For all of our lives, we've been younger than these people, and so as far as I've, I was ever concerned, even as a young kid, um, athletes were just grown. Uh, you know the, these were grown adults and they're as old as i'm ever gonna get right and right right now now watching them i'm like wait a minute like most of these guys are like especially in the nba right in the nba there are so many young people so many like people in their you know mid-20s and younger and so you see a lot of these people and like wow like they're 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 not adults yet like they don't have any they don't have any experience, like especially rookies, right? So when you talk about like the John Morant situation at Memphis, that whole team, most oh, of that God. team is is under twenty five. Like yeah. I think ninety. I think I saw uh, um, they were showing it. It was like at like the day after the uh, the the John Morant video, and I think it, I think it said something like ninety something percent of the team is younger than twenty or younger than twenty seven. I think. Um, I think the only person who's older than 27, I should have looked this up while I was going to bring up this point, but I'm just going to continue to talk off the top yeah, of my head and okay. as if this is an actual actual stat. But I believe the oldest person on the team, if not the oldest, maybe the second oldest person on this team is Steven Adams. And Steven Adams, I don't think is actually 30 yet, despite the fact that he's always looked like he's 30. But I he's think 29. he's much more um, mature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would suspect so um i mean he's been around the nba for over like what 10 plus years at this point right maybe right on 10 maybe right on 10 years at this point yeah he's been a professional Um, for a long time yeah so it's really the 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 issue and i guess it's kind of what we talk about what we've what we've heard about i don't want to say that we've talked about it specifically but we've heard about it with other with regards to other teams is that when you have these teams especially tanking teams but they don't have a veteran presence to kind of help steer and guide these these uh the young athletes you end up having kind of this somewhat of an echo chamber or just like um bad habits that are developed together and there's no one correcting their behavior you can have coaches try to correct it but it's different when it's coming from a player from a from a veteran who's actually leading the team right like if you're coming into if you're coming into the nba and you get drafted in in the uh, mid-2000s and kobe is your veteran i don't think kobe's going to be letting you go out going to be letting you go out to the club at three in the morning after you lose a game right 
Or if he does let you do that, you're also going to hear about it the next day, and you're probably not going to do it again. And so um, I feel like that's that's the side effect of having such a, a young group of people. And it's what some, what some of the guys were saying about the Rockets. Uh, some of the athletes were saying about the Rockets earlier this, uh, this year, saying something about, so I, I did finally pull up the, uh, the, the, the Grizzlies roster, by the way. And Stephen Adams is the oldest person on the team at 29. He's 29. He looks 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looked that age for a long time. So yeah, he's, he's 29. There are two guys who are 27, two guys who are, tw- or three guys who are 26, 24, 24, 23, 23, 22, 22, and three guys who are 21, two guys who are 20. So like, it's an extremely young team. Right. And their best player, John Morant, is only 23 years old. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like, these these guys, they're, they're I mean, we're, to John Morant, like, we're 11 years older than him. And he's the star player of that team. Like, I don't know. I can't imagine, I cannot imagine what I would be doing if I was, if I had earned, if I was making that type of money at 18, 19 years old. I mean, it would depend on who is in your crew, right? So who is in your crew? It really would. uh, Who's in your crew? Not to like sit there and talk talk parenting advice or anything like, or, you know, criticize people as parents, but like seeing his dad at the games. um, I know, I know that's been, uh, that Bush has been beaten pretty extensively on ESPN and such, but like seeing the way that his parents are, um, I don't know. It's just different. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, totally makes sense. Um, I tell you what, my if if my if my mom got into it with somebody at the grocery store, she's not calling me up telling me to come through with with nine of my buddies to uh to get on to get on the uh the the the, the employee the the dude who work who was helping her. That's so funny, dude. That's so funny. Yeah. Was it finish line? I cannot yeah, right. believe his mom went to finish line in the first place. I can't believe, I can't believe she doesn't just have like a truck full of uh, full of shoes pull up to to her to her house, but. It's, it's, it's so wild. Um, just thinking about the concept of being, um, yeah, being a star player at that age, you're just hoping that uh, you have the right people around you. I think that's like where some people get like the false, um, the false like rap of like, oh, this guy's too polished. You know, he's too media yeah. trade, too savvy. It's like maybe sometimes that's not the worst thing. Maybe they come from like a really stable background and family and like they just were able to right. be to, to have access to people that could uh, give you that sort of media training. And it's like it's not the worst thing. Yep. Um, it also I, I can understand just being like, you know what, we're at a point now where uh, you're you, you value different things, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I think that just comes with age. Like, I think when we were much younger, there there was certainly a sense of bravado, you know, machismo, just to be like, hey, listen, like, mm-hmm. um, like I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to do it. Uh, I got to make it on my own. I got to be masculine. I got to do this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, I don't know. As you get older, a lot of that stuff sort of goes away. You know what I mean? 
Like, uh, yeah. Some, I think I was listening to KG. Were you the one sending me that that clip from KG and Chris uh, no, I... and Kevin Hart, where Kevin Garnett was recently on that Chris Hart like cold, cold as balls show? Yeah, cold. Yep. And KG I haven't was, seen that episode yet. Uh, I think it was just on Reddit, and, and Reddit showed the clip of like, oh, you know, like KG was really affected by Kobe's death, and how at the seventy-five, uh, yeah. you know top players whatever thing that he and uh ray allen sort of like squashed it they're yes. just like hey man yeah. we're you know like we were both competitive you know it is what it is uh but let's just move on um there's no reason to be upset and angry at each other about this shit no more like it's real life yeah uh, yeah and he yeah, said that if, sure. if something happened to to ray that he would never forgive himself I think that's how it went. Like, if, if something happened to Ray, he never apologized or felt like they weren't able to, like, address it before that, he would never forgive himself. And, like, that that that's that felt real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, it did. I did, wa- I did see that clip. And, yeah, um, yeah I feel like – I feel like I, I would feel similarly. Like, if I had – if there was someone who, you know, you, were, you called your brother – and you felt like they wronged you or they did something, they made a decision that you didn't agree with and then you just didn't talk to them for like a decade or more. And then they died and like every, right. whatever you felt about them. Yeah, I think in that situation, if you lost them, you never had a chance to like make up. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. How, I don't know if I'd be able to figure myself for that. So, yeah. I uh, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I'm glad. Like it's 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 nice. It's it's heartwarming to hear that they they were able to squash it and move on from it. Absolutely, absolutely. Because like that was just one of, like always one of those well known stories, right? Yep. And so, yeah. I mean, that's you know when you were talking about that mortalities. I mean, uh, seeing yourself age just sort of you know took my head here. I can I can definitely see myself aging. I definitely see a lot of like just there are lines on my face that have hardened in a way, not in like a a tough life, but just like you make you know mm-hmm. you've been alive for this long, you make the same yep. sort of facial sort of like you know I scrunch my face up in a very similar way, so there's a very clear um, line across like the middle of my forehead. Um, I'm always just like sort of like either squinting or like. Uh, or like um, giving this like surprised look, like really is that what's really happening right now? So it seems like I've done that so much that there's just like this permanent line etched across my forehead. I've got a lot more white hairs. Um, it just feels like you know you got to make the old man noise when you get up because it's just not as easy. You're not as spry. I can't remember the last time I was able to just like jump up and be like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. It's just like funny stuff like that, you know. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's always funny to hear this stuff from like other people. Like, yeah, no, we're all we're all going through it in a way. Mm-hmm. Sure are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's been a, certainly a fun conversation talking about all this stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to uh, you want to cover, or should we get out of here? Nah, I say we get out of here. We're old. I know it's already midnight for you, so well, yeah, it's right. just about midnight. So it's just about midnight. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See everyone next week.